I've been praying for the non-believers. All my neighbors thinking I will leave her. Awful eager to fall for all deceivers. They don't care what the creator prefers. They don't believe in walking up to Peter. They don't believe in God, Jesus either. Go from breeders and the instant reapers. Listen to the tweeters, the twisted leaders, misdemeanors. Then you go for felonies. Hello, welcome to Be Vigilant. I'm your host, Matt Dean. Today with me is my digital hygiene expert, David. Today's show is brought to you by folks that know that Christ is king. David, what's going on today? It's an honor to be on the show with you here, Matt. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks. We've been talking about this for a long time. I was able to hear you lay out digital hygiene a few months back, and I thought this is really something that everybody needs to know, and I wanted to get it out on the air. You've been a busy man and running around and doing, well, maybe not running around, but you've been doing a lot of new things. So real quick, just tell everybody why, where do you come from with your digital hygiene expertise? So I have over 20 years in information technology. I've been <clears throat> thinking about these things. Um, IT is important. It's part of all of our lives increasingly, mm -hmm. and, and that's not going to decrease. We need to be thinking about the technology that we're using, and are we using it correctly? Are we using it judiciously? Um, are we overusing it? Are we, are we being sloppy? Right? We, we need to be deliberate about how we're using the technology that's in our lives. Yeah, that's so true. Everything. It would be nice if we could just snap our finger and go back to 1980 where we had cassette tapes and roller skates. It, it was all good, right? The Walkman was the highest mm -hmm. technology. VCR, remember the first VCR? That was cool. Yeah, paper ballots. Yeah, paper. Hey, there you go. Paper. <laughs> so this is all, and I think that's where your heart comes from. As you watch the technical aspect of life ramp up and the dangers of it, when, I like the word digital hygiene because what I was trying to call it something else. You said let's call it digital hygiene, right? Well, at first, the first time I gave this talk, I was going to call it digital privacy, and I couldn't get past the fact that <clears throat> that's an oxymoron. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't think that you have any privacy when you're doing anything digital. And in fact, if you have technology in the room with you, don't think that you have any privacy. I think <clears throat> all of us have probably had the experience of having had a conversation with somebody as, about something, and they, they, they fired up the YouTube app and saw suggested videos coming up for what you were just talking about mm -hmm. right and it's a little bit creepy um it happens yeah and i i think not to scare everybody like like you said it, a lot of people use it for marketing like oh this guy talked about you know frosted flakes mm. send his facebook full of cereals right sure does it work i don't know because when i get those i just get mad and shut the app and talk about something i want to see you know yeah but there is a nefarious side, and as Christians, we're being pushed further and further out into the fringe, right? We are—what did the, I saw a lady today on The View. I wasn't watching The View. Somebody showed me a clip. Right. Yeah. It's my—Whoopi is my favorite. Joy Behar might be the funniest lady I have ever heard. Nah. But this lady, I couldn't—I didn't catch her name because I didn't care. Equated Christians to Al-Qaeda. Mm. Yeah. So this is the narrative that they're pushing. And the way they're going to come and get you is digitally, right? So what you're saying is so important because the majority of everybody usually has an attitude like, I'm not doing anything wrong. I don't have anything to hide. But what about when the rules change and suddenly the innocent things that you do are considered wrong? Mm -hmm. Yeah. In China right now, if you worship the one and true God and you have a picture of Jesus Christ in your house, they're coming around and asking, could you take that down and put Xi Jinping's picture up? <laughs> that would be a hard they... no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's an ugly man. First of all, how do you know that that's in there? Oh, probably because they've been listening. It's China. It, you know, don't ever think anything coming out of China is harmless and good for the the human condition, right? And so, I see a lot of that. 
we know the pretender right now is fully infiltrated by the Communist Chinese Party, not the Chinese people. I do need to point that out. When you hear hear me on the show talk about the CCP, that is not the Chinese people. They're a beautiful, storied, historic nation. And we as Americans, I'm going down a rabbit hole here, but we as Americans need to know the difference, right? It's the case with a lot of nations, and we need to draw that distinction that we're talking about a, a government versus a people. Yeah, because what if somebody in Europe right now looks at me and thinks, man, he must be just like Joe Biden or John Fetterman, <laughs> that Americans can't speak. Hey, I have a radio show, and I try to speak as much as I can, and I'm not showing you my Corvette with its flip-up lights and whatever and secret documents stashed next to it. So back to the, the digital hygiene. I like that because more than ever, we're tied into it, right? Everybody loves the the ring doorbells. I love watching videos of, the, you know, like the pizza driver falling down at the ring doorbells. But to me, I won't have one, right? right. Will you? We had one for a while early on. Mm -hmm. um, and you have these things and you initially don't think about how they could be misused or things that could go wrong. And the more you think about that, the more you start to reconsider. Maybe that's, maybe that's a... a a path that I shouldn't go down. We had a we had a smart thermostat, and mm -hmm. I was like, well, why? Why do we really need that? Why do I need to change the temperature from the couch? Am I too lazy to get up and go change mm -hmm. the temperature? <clears throat> you know, and, and then what are the trade-offs of the technology? What are the pros and cons? Yeah. What are the pros are, David doesn't have to get up off the couch to change the thermostat. The cons are, hey, now the power company says you've used too many BTUs or whatever, however they measure your gas or electricity, and they're going to monitor you when it's cold out and say you're going to keep your house at 62. Right, yeah, and they might just change it on you themselves. And, in fact, there are there are programs like that you can opt into now, but in the future we may be looking at a situation where it's not optional. Mm -hmm. But if we, have, if we have analog, we're still in control. Yeah, and here as a dad, it also takes the power away from me to keep that thermostat at 66 degrees, even when my wife and kids say we need it warmer, right? That's important. <laughs> Brave men and women fought and died for me to control that thermostat, and that's <laughs> what I want to do. Amen. Yeah. No, I didn't even think. I forgot about the digital thermostats. Everybody loves it. The Nest. Is that the Google? Yeah, the Google one, I believe. Yeah. And so we walk away from, you know, the, the ring doorbell. It's good videos. And people also have smart locks now. I saw this mm -hmm. over the weekend where you can punch in a code or you can have an app on your phone. I mean, you as the, the IT expert, that's got to be pretty easy to hack, right? Just be cognizant of what you're, uh, what you're using the device for and mm -hmm. what the risks are. That's yeah. what I would say. Everybody wants a smart device, smart TVs. Guess what? They have cameras in them. They can be turned on remotely to look back at you, right? Funny. Did you ever read 1984? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, it's here. Big Brother is watching you, right? Yeah. They had the telescreen. Mm -hmm. You know, in Russia, TV is watching you. Well, you know, now we have smart TVs, and they can do that. And and anything in your home that is a smart device should be suspect. And if you've got an Amazon or Alexa, use it for target practice or throw it away. Yeah. See how high you can throw it up in the air and see if it breaks. Yeah, 1984, that's a great one to bring up because I've read that book three times. I love it. But I loved it back then in the 80s and the 90s when it mm. was science fiction. I don't think Orwell meant that to be a playbook, did he? It seems like it's being used as an instruction manual. And, you know, part of my passion for digital privacy or digital hygiene might be because I probably read 1984 at too young of an age, but it made an impression on me. It did. That You know, you just thought, like, this could never happen. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of us saw the slow slide to it. And then 2020 was just like, bam, here, it's in your face. We're right. going to track every moment. We're going to put an app on your phone so you don't get COVID. Think about history. Think about governments historically and what they do. Mm -hmm. Think if those governments had had this kind of technology and this kind of power 
and that tyrannical bent that they had and what the possibilities were. And just extrapolate from there. George Orwell said, if you want a picture of the future, imagine a human boot, or a boot stomping on a human face forever. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Well, the technology gives that kind of power, and we need to be really careful about using it. Yeah, it's true. I mean, as you're bringing that up, I was thinking about, you know, the Nazis and Hitler. What if they would have had this? They wouldn't have to go door to door. They could have just locked people in houses. They could have starved them out. They would have used it. And what when I look at the government today, and we'll jump down another rabbit trail here, is I see the government is taking a playbook from George Orwell and from the National Socialist Party of Germany back then. They need total control. They need a bad guy, right? And back then it was the Jewish people were the the dirty, the unclean, the bad people. Mm -hmm. And we all know the atrocities that happened from that. And it was a horrible thing. I'm not trying to say that in any way it's good. But what I'm seeing from the government now is calling every Christian a fascist, right? Like, we're not fascists. We're about free speech. If If you don't agree with me. If you're a Catholic that attends Latin Mass, you're a threat somehow. And they're sending agents to infiltrate Catholic churches. I mean... How is this happening? I, th- that's the craziest one that came out last week. I'm like, to me, the Catholic Church is the least dangerous, for, first of all, <laughs> because the Pope, if you follow the Pope, he's a globalist pig. And he's if your church follows him, you're just going to be all right with it. Any priest that says, no, we need to be anti-abortion gets defrocked, right? I think that's what they call it, and they're kicked out of the church. So if you have any dissident against the Catholic Church, you're pushed to the side. To me, and then they're going to infiltrate that, the FBI. But it's how these things begin. Mm-hmm. It won't end there. They're going, to, oh, yeah. they're going to chip away. They're going to chip away. They'll start with the Catholics, and then they'll go to the Methodists, and then they'll go to the Presbyterians. Like, who knows you know, how it's going to happen, but they'll do it in small slices. Yeah. And once we're all rounded up and we're all labeled as dirty, and well, we won't be called dirty. We'll be called evil, right? We'll be called hate speech, mm-hmm. vile, because we think that transitioning a boy to a girl at the age of three should be illegal. Right. Like that's that's the hot button topic. Yeah. And you look back into Russia was taken over by communism, right? By what Lenin and like 11 Bolsheviks. So that's 12 guys changed the whole structure of a giant continent into communism. Right. And so now we see it's not even a slow slide anymore. You've got the Democrats that want to run this country into the ground with this porous border. Man, have you seen the stuff coming out of the Darien Gap down there in South America? I have seen a little bit about that. And that they're funneling them up through Mexico, but that's like the, the jump-off point right there. But there is the the Siena Front or Siena Front. It's a militant group. They're hunting coyotes, and they're stopping it down there. And it, it's good to, to talk about that thing because the mainstream media, Fox News, won't tell you what's going on down there. They're going to sit in Texas with their guy with the drone and show you how Border Patrol is rounding up as many as they can, and then 20 more get away. It goes all the way down there. These people think that, oh, Biden's going to let us in, and it's going to be great, because that's what they're told. They're going to come over here, get an Obama phone, and be tracked, and be put into slave labor, basically, because somebody's going to exploit them. All right, back back to the, the digital hygiene, my bad. You know, when you get get us together, Dave and I like to just go off the cuff and have a good time, but... What When I did hear him do this talk a couple months ago, I really I appreciated it because the dangers, I see it as well, and to hear it from a professional. So what about phones? We're both sitting here. I got two phones on me. Phones, you can leave them in another room, right? But they're tracking everything, are they not? Right. So your phone, and there's a shocking amount of information about you, and it's collecting things that you don't know it's collecting. Um, you've got to you know, tighten down and lock down all of those settings. There's things that you should do. We talked about 
removing the, the geotagging from your photos, which is critical. Think if you upload a photo to Facebook or anywhere on the internet and you haven't disabled that geotagging, you don't, you don't see that it's on there, but the latitude, longitude coordinates where that photograph were t was taken are, are on the photo and accessible. So um, you'd probably go into your phone settings, right, and remove geotagging. Is that where you would do it, or is it in the right. camera settings probably? Yeah, it's buried in the settings. And Apple, if you use an iPhone, is constantly rearranging those settings. Oh, thanks, for, Apple. Yeah, so you can probably go into your settings and do a search. Yep. Or you can use your search engine and search, how do I disable geotracking, right? Sure. It's out there. Somebody's going to put that information out there for you. It's one example. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and you need to go app by app by app and lock down all your settings. And the more apps you have on your phone, the more at risk you are. So... If you're concerned at all about your, your digital hygiene, I would start deleting apps from your phone that you don't need because you don't know what data they're collecting. Yeah, that's so true. You got to watch out. Some apps do make your phone run, and that's just the nature of the beast. But make sure you lock down that app so that it's not. you're only allowing that app to do what it's supposed to do while it's open, right? So we use this analogy of your home. You can't make it a fortress. You can't make it impossible to break into, but you do what you can. You lock the doors. You put locks on the windows. You close your blinds. You take these steps because they're, they're common sense precautions, and these are a bare minimum of yeah. the things that you should be doing. And that's what everybody loves, TikTok, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Delete it. Yeah. It, the dangers of it, first of all, it's going through Chinese servers that are just wide open for anybody to hack, and mm -hmm. how many people do their banking on their phone, right? So now you've got this app that's allowing – that. For you to put the app on there, you have to allow it all this access to your phone. <clears throat> Maybe if you don't do banking and you just have a phone for TikTok, hey, go for it. You're still going to have a Chinese official that's going to track everything you do and is going to build a dossier on you, right? Yeah. That's how they, they figure out what America's doing. What about operating systems for phones? That's what I want to talk about. Is We've talked about graphene OS. Is mm -hmm. that only for Google phones? Is there any other way to get away from the the Android operating system? So. That you know? That's a good option. Um, it's got to run on a Google Pixel phone, so you need Google hardware. I haven't gone that route yet because I have not been able to bring myself to give money to Google. Mm -hmm. That hurts. Um, I would not use the Chrome browser. I would use Brave. Um, I would use Brave Search as well uh, mm -hmm. to the extent that you're able to do that. Um, these are companies that, that do care about your privacy as opposed to Google that's openly hostile. But but their hardware, from what I understand, their hardware is legit. Their hardware is secure. And Graphene OS was de-Googled and developed by a third party to run secure, to sandbox the app so that they can't mine data from each other and to give you a more secure experience on your phone. Um, so it's, it's probably going to be my next step, but I'm not there yet. Yeah. So what are you talking about? <clears throat> search engine. Everybody has their phone, and you hit that little Chrome or your little search bar there to, to, to find something, to look up you know, whatever time a movie's at, how late's a restaurant open. You can now use what, what David and I both use is Brave. Then you put that in as your search engine and as your browser. And I'll tell you what, it, I've used a few different ones. I used DuckDuckGo for a while, and it really just gave you this random, like, hodgepodge of answers. And then they come out, and they wanted to – they started throttling stuff. Mm -hmm. They showed their true colors. Brave, I, I dug into this. I'm sure David did too. Brave was started by people from Mozilla, Firefox, right? Mm -hmm. So they know how to make a search engine good because I'm sure you in the past have used Firefox if you're listening out there on Mozilla. Right. But they wanted something that doesn't track you. They wanted something. And there's a lot of people in the tech world that do still believe in privacy. And they, mm -hmm. they believe in the right thing. And they're moving there. But we need to start going there instead of Google, right? So Mozilla has gone woke. Uh, Firefox is, is better than Google. And I would use that before I'd use Chrome. But Brave was founded by individuals who broke off from Mozilla and, and went another direction because they did care about privacy. Yeah. And so that's what I was getting at. These are people that know what they're doing. They know what they're talking about, and they're 
and I'll tell you what, Brave is pretty seamless. It feels like you're using Google. You can look up flights. You can, whatever you need to do, it's out there. I have it on my phone. I have it on all my computers. Mm -hmm. And that'll be a good transition to computers. Everybody has Microsoft, right? And here's my biggest thing with Microsoft now. You used to be able to get Office. You'd pay for it once, put it on your computer. Now it's a subscription, right? It's right. ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So what does somebody do that doesn't want to give money to Microsoft and fund Bill Gates jabbing Indian babies with, you know, experimental vaccines. Right. So if you don't want to support funding the World Health Organization and the Global Alliance for Vaccine, Gavi, his organization, right, you, you might want to look into Linux as Linux. an alternative to Windows. And so how hard can any layman put Linux in or you got to call an IT person? I looked it up. I'm, I'm going to let David help me through my, my computer here when we do this eventually. But it's pretty seamless now from all the reviews I've read, right? It may not be the right operating system for your grandma, mm -hmm. but for a lot of us that understand technology, and you know, it's a good option. Linux Mint is actually shockingly easy to install and get running, and it was designed for Windows refugees, right? For people that are trying to escape Windows to be a comfortable and familiar environment to use as much as possible, and it's actually just, it's really easy to use. It's it, come a long way. Is Linux, and it, has it been around a while, or is it brand new? To me, it seems like I've heard that word for a long time. Yeah, it's been it's been around a while. It was developed as a as a micro PC alternative to to the Unix operating system, something that could run on it on a desktop. And there's they call them distributions. There's as many distributions as you can possibly think of. Um, there are some mainstream ones that are the easiest to use. If you're new to Linux, I would suggest Ubuntu or Linux Mint. Yeah. So, and at, at this point, you don't have to be some computer guru. You could probably watch a video on how to install it. It's probably pretty seamless, and they're going to make it as user-friendly as they can because these are people that are saying, hey, Bill Gates, well, he's not even part of Microsoft anymore, but I'm sure he's still collecting money from him, and he's still ruining the world. He wears a bra now, too, I think. Have you seen him lately? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he needs to wear a bra. Not a Bill Gates fan. Never have been. You know, his Freudian slips or whatever mm. was disgusting. Since 2020, I'm less of a fan than I was before, and that's saying something. Yeah. His, you know, look that we need to depopulate the world. No, we don't. I believe in one true God, and there's enough room on this earth for everybody that God allows to live, correct? God said be fruitful and multiply yeah. and fill the earth. And that's what we should be doing. It was a commandment. He told us to do so. So let, let's do that. And anybody who's pushing a depopulation agenda is anti-human and anti-God. Mm -hmm. and, and actually, that would be a great show topic. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to put those notes together and do that one, too. Yeah. And that's that, you know, when you hear when you if you listen to the show, you hear Becky and I and we talk about walking away from Target or any of these ideological, you know, we didn't have to walk away from Bud Light. I mean, first of all, were people really drinking Bud Light? I mean, Kid Rock was really mad. I saw that. And But it, it's this is how we as Christians, if we're persecuted and I've said this before, if our persecution comes in the, the form of we need to work a little harder to not fund the satanic regimes in the world, I'll take it. Right. That's just you got to be aware of what's going on. Well, we can't take the path of least resistance of everything in our life um, because that's going to lead us the wrong way. I mean, the narrow path is going to be a rockier path. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that, you know, that obviously applies to our faith, but I think it can also apply to other areas as well. Yeah, that's so true. And going back into our digital hygiene here, you know, with your computer, I use a VPN. You use a VPN, I'm sure, right? Absolutely. And that stands for? It's a virtual private network. It masks your IP address. So when you visit a website, instead of it showing that you're coming from Mead, Washington, with this IP address and this internet service provider, 
it shows you the IP address of the VPN server. You can connect through whatever country you want to connect through. You can choose to connect through countries that have tighter privacy laws. Um, I would suggest countries other than the five I's, right? The five Anglosphere countries. Um, a lot of the Nordic countries have better privacy laws. Um, some people generally use, choose to connect through Switzerland or Iceland if they care about privacy. I did run into this, and maybe you can help me with this. I used my VPN, and I went through maybe Switzerland, and I wanted, like like you said, and my bank didn't like it. It wouldn't let me. There are some websites that won't Yeah. That, that won't let you use it, or, or like if you use Pandora, it'll say it's not available in this country, right? You can only use it in the U.S. So, you know, you just open up your VPN, and you click America, and you connect through America, and then you can use Pandora or wh whatever the app is, right? Yeah. That... Some of them, you, there are some you might have to disable your VPN for. To get around it, and you know, it's not a big pain to do it. They're cheap. I think uh, I use the big one. What's the the most popular one? Uh, Nord. Nord, and I think it's around seven, eight bucks a, a month. I just pay for it every year. Yeah, I want to say it's eighty dollars a year, or some something like that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but there's so many. Brave has its own VPN. I've thought about going that way, but then I forgot to. I it just automatically re-upped for Nord. I said, all right, there's one for. Uh, it's called Malta. It's based out of Switzerland, I believe. I went to get that one, and my bank was like, well, you can't just be sending money. You know, they thought it was fake, too. Right. So, so your bank's watching for fraud, and, mm -hmm. you know, so so they're probably well-intentioned, you know, in protecting against VPNs and things like that. So yeah. And, but the government doesn't want us to have VPNs. Oh. It's hard to track, right? Let's talk about that, right? Yeah. The Restrict Act. Yep. The Restrict Act is in Congress right now, and uh, we'll say that Kathy McMorris-Rogers either has no idea what she's talking about, but it's hard to believe. But she thinks that they're just going to be able to restrict only TikTok with this legislation. I don't believe that's going to happen, right? Has any legislation ever done that before they used it once and threw it away? <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to say, Kathy, please, if you're listening to this, please vote against the, the Restrict Act. This is this is not a good thing. This is something that they want, to, they want to lock you up for a long time for using a VPN. And I just can't imagine trying to explain to some tough guy what I'm in for. And telling him that I was running nerd VPN on my Linux desktop, and he's like, "I murdered two guys." It's You're not, not going to go over well. I had a VPN. <laughs> Maybe they'd be scared of you. Like, whoa, that dude's crazy. He went against the government. What a creep. Yeah, yeah. So the government doesn't want you to be able to have any privacy. They want to be able to track whatever you're doing. And in the name of fighting against TikTok, here's here's my thing. And I know David will agree with me here. I'm a First Amendment guy. You want to put TikTok on your phone, you have every right, right? You're not hurting anybody. You're watching people do stupid dances and giving away your information. That's right. your American right to do. You have the right to do all manner of foolish things in this country. And, and you know, I wouldn't take that right away from you. Yeah. Um, TikTok it may be a national security threat. I mean, it may be an issue on that grounds, but the Restrict Act isn't really about TikTok. It's it's bigger than that. Yeah. And. Like I said, they, they've started banning it. Finally, after all of us have been saying forever, TikTok is a, a security threat. Now states are finally kicking it off their government-owned phones. <clears throat> that should have been off a long time ago, in my opinion, right? So from, from the Restrict Act, how about vehicles? Everybody feels safe in their vehicles, especially up here because everybody drives like morons and they're in their own little world. <laughs> I probably didn't win a lot of friends. But vehicles, they're out to get you too, right? Well, it's a good point. So your vehicle, if you have a vehicle manufactured since 2014, it has a vehicle black box in it. It's kind of like a flight data event recorder that airplanes have. When you have a crash, it collects data. It knows your speed. It knows how hard you were braking. Uh, it knows all this different information. And they get more sophisticated every year so that these automakers are collecting more and more information about you. 
which may in some cases be turned over to the police and your insurance company without a warrant. Yeah. So if you want your car, you know, snitching on you, and, and again, I'm not saying that you should do anything wrong. You shouldn't. Um, but you might just want to think about the information that your vehicle is collecting on you, and do you really want that, and do you really need that? Yeah, to me, that's another big brother moment where now, because I could already see where that's going. Once the police get access to it, they're like, hey, here's your ticket for $55 for doing 55 and a 45, right? Right. Whatever it is. I believe in policing, and they should be out there with a speed gun, and they should be doing their job. It looks like they're having fun. You see them on the freeway gunning people. And that's the deterrent. If everybody just doesn't think that they're going to get a ticket and they start driving like idiots because the cops aren't out there anymore, I think, to me, that's going to lead to a lot more accidents. So we're using all this technology, and we're not necessarily thinking all the way through the ramifications about what we're using and, and how we're using it. Um, your vehicle, you may have onboard cellular, right? And so if it does, then your your position can be triangulated, and, and the cellular provider, the carrier, has a record of that information. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your cell, your cell phone is already tracking you. Um, Apple knows your location from GPS and then the carriers know your position as well from the cellular signal. Just, just think about all these things, right? Right. Think about the privacy that we've lost without even looking back and thinking what's happened. Exactly. And we're not, we're not saying, Hey, if you're listening and you're a drug trafficker, a human smuggler or whatever, here's how you get around it. Mm. We're saying as us as Christians become the hated and the, the hunted, they're going to use this stuff against us. Some of us just know our history. Yeah. Just read history. That's what I would say, right? Mm-hmm. Don't assume that because you're innocent and you're doing nothing wrong that you don't have anything to hide. Care about your privacy because it matters. Yeah. Well, what's your favorite saying? I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Don't you love saying that, right? <laughs> the Some of the most scary words you could ever hear, right? Mm, that, was, when, that was Ronald Reagan, I believe. Yeah. And when, when old Ronnie says it, maybe we should take heed and listen because to me, more government is not the answer. More Jesus is the answer. Amen. Churches get out there, and you need to be winning souls. And so we're not handing over our rights to the big brother and the government to say, well, we need to protect everybody and let us do that for you. No. Mm. Jesus came down, lived a sinless life so that we can further his work here, right? To me, all this stuff wraps up. You know, we're, we've It doesn't spell it out in the Bible, but it's there. The persecution's coming. The... Men lusting after their own flesh instead of what God has for them. Each one of these tech gurus, and we don't have enough time to talk about AI. Maybe I'll get David back here and we'll talk about AI and the great things we got coming down the pike with that. I hope that you guys got some information out of here. You can always hit us up, 509-818-7818. I can hook you up with any of the links that David talked about today when we post it online. If you check us out there, we'll have links for that. David, any final words? We've got about 50 seconds left here. Um, I just want to say it's been a pleasure having you on, and, and I appreciate everything that you're doing. You're speaking freely. You're speaking truth, and keep at it. Amen. Thank you so much for being on today. And uh, until next time, remember, be sober, be vigilant. Goodbye. To the old me. God made me anew. I'm lucky I'm even in the room. I know they wanna kill kids in the womb. Try to get to heaven. Here's the interview. Pray-